Welcome back, everybody. Hello. Hey, we are. How Hello. you doing? <laughs> no, no, not again. He uh, followed us the whole way. The whole way. Oh, mm-hmm. he's totally been following you. Of course, of course. He That's probably thinks we're man. idiots. They're going to die, and they got more food. Yeah. Oh, that's actually a very, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Makes sense. I actually had little rats along the way in the tunnel, like off to the sides mm-hmm. that you were zipping by. Just little Easter eggs for, oh, you cute. know. Yeah. Cute. I, I enjoy the visual Easter eggs sometimes, even though that translates to nobody. It's just you as <laughs> players. You're like, you may notice something. I don't know. It's a little fun. So, yeah. Episode 31. We're here. We made it. We're in our 30s. And uh, things are happening. Okay, well, I want to get to, you know, this discussion with the kobolds. I mm. I think there should be a good, long, long, uh, friendly discussion. Parlay. Parlay. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, we're, we're trying to cover a lot of ground here, you know, and uh, yeah, anybody else have anything they want to add? No, let's go. Not really. No, I'm, I'm excited. People are just eager to play today. And I love it. Well, I don't, what, what, remind us what happened last time. The heroes made their way through the dark tunnels, seeking advice from local rats, and yet again riding a minecart into the darkness. Despite some technical difficulties, they found their way to a large train station filled with wild kobolds. What will happen next? Find out on Dungeon Patrol. What will happen? I love it. So, yeah, so when we left off, you guys kind of careened into the uh, the station. Um I got a little side eye afterwards saying that that probably wasn't the exact intent. What, Kareen? Well, yeah, to fully come into the station. That like, we would have stopped as soon yeah, as we saw that. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, what's done is done. What is done, it, it can't be undone. That is why we play the game. So many reasons. So just that awkward moment while we're slowly coming to a stop, staring eye to eye with these kobolds. <laughs> just like. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, from a cinema standpoint, I think that's more entertaining. Yeah, I think it's it is a little more dramatic. So, uh, yeah, as I had described last time, there, I um, mean, you can start counting them on the screen. You spot ahead of you, um, looks like seven kobolds, and then uh, Alar and Dagmar had spotted a couple, uh, which up would on be the uh, behind bridge. you now, up on the yeah, the bridge you guys mm-hmm. went under balcony. And the way we're going to do this is, you know, the way we're supposed to. We're just going to roll initiative, and then we'll see what happens. That's not awesome. That's not awesome for me. Well, if it's not awesome for you, then it's got to be awesome for me. I got an 11. Uh, Well, I got a 12, so. So You are kind of awesome. I got a 15. I got an 18. Oh, look at us. Hmm. Well, to be fair, I... Only got a 10. Wow. I know. So the dice are just not hot for anybody this morning. Uh, okay, Dagmar, you said 18? Mm-hmm. And Brokos, was that 15? 15. 15. All right. So I think we're good. Okay. All right. So here you guys, basically you're in the station. You're still on the cart. Well, actually, Brokos is yeah, in bad form. Them, so I'd probably be, I don't know if I saw it before they did or not, but. Well, you would have. So, um, since since they kind of you know slowed to halt and yeah. ended in the track, I'm gonna say you could end where you want to be. Um, yeah. So we're right down there. The cart's right there. Yeah. I would say I'm trying to get. Once I see this, I want to perch myself on 
if I can on I don't know if there's any like these sides or these railings or these like I see the balcony but is there's any places ledges or um, other balconies that are not here with the people on them where you can just perch sure yeah um, the, the point is um, to uh, turn back into my unformed once I get to that place so poof back into and, and have a place to be away so I can see above them oh in your human form yeah um, hmm. so not like not at the top of any of these columns or anything you could go up to the balcony so anywhere on that balcony or the wide railings you see so I mean so it's you know I said it's a huge room as far as where you could get you know relatively on that first turn you could be yeah. on the on the balcony there where you, you you know you hear things coming down or you could go get on top of the uh I'm just going to call it a train cause Yeah, let's do that. I'm gonna, I'll go to this far cart there and then turn back into my self. No, that's that. All right. Okay. So that that will have been coincided because you were ahead of them. So you yeah. basically flew in you know, squeaking, you see all these kobolds and they've got a full on camp with a campfire and a mm -hmm. cooking pot and everything. It looks like they've been there a while and you careen off to the center of the room and a light on top of, you know, it, it's, it's a, tra it's a train carriage. Right. You obviously don't know what it is, but I'm not going to waste time not I'm, telling you what it is. You can see it's a bizarre looking two cart train with this engine. That's a, you know, huge metallic with spikes and things. So you take a light and then we're going to start an initiative, which is with Dagmar. I would like to be, Stealthy as possible if I can. I don't want to be detected if I can. When I so land as a bat and then turn into it and try to be stealthy. That's just point out. I would like to not. Well, you'll it. you'll turn into it on your turn then, and okay. then you can roll that, stealth. Perfect. Yeah. So right now they okay. would have just probably assumed you were a bat. All right, Dagmar, what you got? So uh, you can. Would it be possible to do a free action and then still hold my action? Um. I mean, you can always do a free action. So, what, like, what would be the free action? Um, I would just like to say uh, two more on the bridge we passed, and then I would like to hold my action in initiative to see what the rest of my companions are going to. Oh doing. yeah, yeah, yeah. We could do that. So you you elect not to act. So, uh, so Dagmar calls out, and then so then it's actually Brokos's turn. That's basically what I said I was going to do. I'll do. All right. So Brokos transforms and then let I me mean, make a stealth check. Mm -hmm. Not good. Not great, Bob. Uh, five. That land was tough. That landing was tough. <laughs> you know, it's it's uh, it's like polished brass ceiling. Yeah. And uh, as you apply more weight to it, it's kind of like when you if everybody sit on a car hood and it makes that popping noise. Uh, it sort of bends in. Nice. Yeah. So there you are. Boing. So uh, you're probably out of sight, but you definitely made a noise on top of the, the cart. Probably out of sight from them. Out of Not them, I'm guessing. The people uh, on the balcony. Yeah, the people on the balcony would be able to see you. Is that your turn? That Yeah. I mean, I don't really want to do anything else. So. All right. Dagmar, no. are you waiting till after Tristan? Uh, yes. All right, Tris. So Dagmar's called out. You're kind of assessing. You can make a perception roll now to get a better idea of what the heck is happening here. Me? Yeah, Tris? you're up. Oh, okay. Tris, yeah. Oh, that's a natural 20. All right. Your adrenaline kicks in and your combat awareness just radiates as you you kind of spin around. You see there's three kobolds up on a balcony that um, 
you know, whatever they were doing, keeping watch, they look like they're probably going to come running down the stairs, but they're not going to be able to get you right away. And then you have this group here, uh, all of which have pulled out swords and spears, and one of them is holding a, like a large staff with a glowing green crystal. Ugh. And these are the same red ones that we encountered before? They, well, they are, but not all of the kobolds are. Uh, you, you get, because remember, there were some that were more mundane. Yes. Yeah. So in that gaggle, and you can look at the art, um, the one with the spear is the one holding, like, the dragon scale shield. And the other five look like regular, you know, regular run-of-the-mill kobolds. Okay, what about the one with the the magic glowing stuff? You haven't seen a kobold sorcerer yet, but maybe he's a kobold. He looks wizardry. Does he look like he is resistant to fire? <laughs> I don't think that's something you can ascertain. Well, I can ascertain if he's the same kind of kobold as the one that I have experience with that I know has... He does not. He's not red-hued. Thank you. All right. I'll give you that. I make it so difficult sometimes. It's my job. I do not think that is your so job. DM stands for a difficult man. Is that... Oh! <laughs> oh, my gosh. I feel like a veil has just been lifted. Um, so I am going to... I'm going to... Um, Make a, a impressive leap off of the cart. That sounds like an acrobatics check. Sure. Ugh. See, living up to the initials. <laughs> uh, that is a twelve. Okay. You you extricate yourself from the cart. You're impressive in your own mind. And I will say, greetings, friends. As I move. Let's see. What was that? How is that? Just one movement to get off yeah. the cart okay. yeah i won't penalize you for that so five ten yeah so tris is uh she leaps out of the cart and actually goes running towards the north side of the map up some wide stairs towards the three kobolds up on the balcony and i say greetings friends uh, what language are you saying that in um um common okay all right so tris is opting for diplomacy is what it appears dagmar uh, do you want to act? Uh, not quite yet. Okay, Alar. I will rise up in my splendor, and as a free action, I will strum my mandolin and <clears throat> grant everyone the mantle of inspiration. Ooh! So everyone gets uh, eight temporary hit points and can move your speed as a bonus action. Wow! Oh, not even bonus action, just. You can move your speed right now. Like oh. right now, you can oh, move it right one now. time, one shot. One shot. Okay. And how many temporary hit points? Eight. 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 Okay. That's my bonus action. So, Trissa, you're moving, it looks like. I'm going to move, yes. Is anybody else going to move? I'm going to stay right where I'm at. I'm going to stick next to Alar. All right. So, Triss is now bolting up the stairs. Heading one direction. Brokos is off in the other direction on top of this train cart. Dagmar, what do you want to do? Wait. Oh, that was my bonus action. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm so sorry. And as my action, oh, I will turn and face the kobold in the middle of that row of five. Mm -hmm. And I will sing to him of the dangers that abound and about backstabbers and betrayers. Oh, 
And I will reach into his heart and cause him to roll an intelligence save. You know he has an amazing intelligence save. I was hoping. This is going to be so good. Mm, look at that. I'm not even sure. Oh, I could, you know what? I'm going to roll really well. Ooh, that is going to be an eight. <laughs> I appreciated the dramatic yeah, pause. You, you sold it. I thought for a second I was in trouble. but So now he will um, uh, see everyone around him as enemies. All right. So I'm marking that guy, the middle guy there. Yep. A little, little skull symbol. Everybody's an enemy. Well, in the world of kobolds, that's probably how they see the world anyway. All right. Uh, now are you done? Now I'm done. All right. Dagmar, things are happening. I would just, I would guess I would like to ready my action that if one of them approaches me, I would attack it. Okay. Then uh, the kobolds are going to show you a little sword diplomacy. But I, I said I greeted them so nicely. You did. All right, so what we have here, um, we're going to start up here at the top because there's a group of three kobolds at the top of these stairs. Trish, you can see uh, the two of them were standing by this large, um, looks like maybe an iron door. And uh, you can't quite make out what was going on up there. It looks like there's a pile of tools and things. So there's two there, and then there was one more towards the center of this bridge that uh, kind of cuts across this room. So the two that are at the top of the stairs are the redskin ones. So they are going to, well, they're both within range. So they're going to just charge you. They're going to come running down the stairs with their spears side by side. And they're going to try to impale you with their spears. And then the other guy is just going to move across. And he's going to come up behind them, inspired by their bravery not knowing how bad this is going to turn out for them, no doubt. All right, so they are both going to jab at you with their attacks. And they actually are going to both spear you twice. That is not a good start. So that's going to be a 12. Miss. A 17. Miss. A 5. Miss. And a 14. Miss. Ah... Sometimes. All right, so spears jabbing left and right. You are just moving with grace, dodging all of their pointy things. Um, all right, the kobold that moved up behind them is going to ready his sling and uh, send a uh, pointy stone towards your head, and it just shatters off the wall next to you. Cool. Yep. That is what happens up in your area of the woods. All right, all, this, all these other kobolds are now moving frantically, so... We're going to start with the guy in the middle, who seems to be confused. Suddenly he's surrounded by enemies all over, and he'll turn and try to just uh, bash the guy to, you know, next to him. And, well, kobolds are just not doing great today, so he rolled a 93. Not a great start for the poor, poor kobolds. I am not confident about what's going to happen from now on. All right, so I don't know that they even noticed that he tried to stab them. So they're gonna, they're just gonna charge up, and since they don't really know Brokus is up there, they're gonna end up having to double move towards Alar and uh, Dagmar. So we basically have a little cold rush here, and 
So I guess the guy that is seeing everybody's enemy, he's really going to what? He wouldn't really move towards anybody, right? Well, would he get an attack of opportunity if, as they yes, move out of his space? Technically. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, interesting. Good call. He's his enemy. Thank you, Tris. Well, I appreciate that. And that was also a miss. But uh, so he's, they just, they weren't ready for this. All right. And then um, the sorcerer is going to move up a little bit, but he's going to kind of hang back. He hasn't figured out the other guy what's going on with him either. So those two are going to hang back, but that's, uh, the sorcerer is going to do a spell at you guys. So we've got three holding back, one of which is confused or seeing the world as an enemy. And then the sorcerer is actually going to do a ray attack at Alar. Oh. You see him point with his staff at you, Alar, as three fiery rays come in your direction. How rude. I know. And... Wow. All right. Not one. <laughs> I rolled a two. I rolled a three. And then I rolled a nine. I'm pretty sure even the nine with their bonuses is not going to get to you. So three rays hit the front of the cart sizzling. Well, what's his what's his bonus? I mean, the nine might hit, but um, am I trying to help the DM out? What am I doing? I don't yeah. know what you're doing. His bonus, so that would have been a 13 to hit you. Okay, no. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that didn't hit. Yeah, you guys are heroes now. Big, gosh darn heroes. So that was an amazingly ineffectual round on all parts, except for you guys's. And uh, we're back to the top of the round with Brokos. Dex, where is it? Your top round. Yeah, I had an 18. Oh, but I moved myself back. Yeah, so now you're at the... You're... Yep, that's fine. <clears throat> Badgers, assemble! Oh, gosh. Oh. And I'm going to put four over here, oh. <laughs> and then four back up behind Tress. Oh. There we go. Giant again. badgers. Giant badgers. How many hit points are the giant? 13? No, don't worry about it. Oh. Well, I was going to... Uh, 13, I'm sorry, yes. Yes. I didn't want to show the cards, you know. Well, you've only done it a few times. Yeah. I mean, I actually managed to remember. Uh, 13, yes. All right, and then eight of them? Eight of them. Yep. Four up back up here behind the balcony to help Triss out. And then four back behind, um, preferably in flanking and kind of flanking manner would be perfect because. I, well, so I have a new question. Yeah. Don't they all have to start adjacent nope. to each other? They can start. I could put some up falling from the sky. There's no place that you need to put them just within range. That is just insane. Mm -hmm. Okay. So two squads of four badgers each. This un unoccupied spaces I can see within range. All right, so we're going to have four appear on the other side of Triss. We're going to have one that's right there. You go. Oh, thank you. Good flame. Like that? Yeah, just so that's perfect. Okay. And then we are just, you're just going to surround yep. these other guys in the back. Mm -hmm. Or in the back or back here by this? Uh, put, yeah, just so they're, it's kind of hard to see them, but yeah. I'll put maybe uh, one, two to the side and two in the back. Yeah, perfect. All right. And then I'll roll initiative for them. And they will be going last. All right. How about we do that? There we go. Now we've got flanking all around with the badgers. And badgers are last. Okay, so the badgers appear, but they don't go yet. Yep. And, and is that, are you doing That's my else? turn. That's your turn. I'll actually make a little bit of... Let's try to jump across... To the other train. Really got into that. 
He did. Sorry, we had a little mic incident there. Getting a little excitable. So then uh, you're going to try to jump to the other cart of the train. Yes. Let's, All right. let's have fun with that. All right. So a little cart jumping and just like 15 feet up or? Yeah, just whatever. Yeah, that's perfect. Or if this is down, can jump down in between them. That works too. It's up to you. Do you want to be down? I uh, will be on top. Okay. All right. So Brokos leaps to the uh, the front car of the train. Badgers appear all around. It is now Triss's turn. And Triss, I mean, you know, you know this song and dance. You're now flanking this uh, scaled kobold with a badger. Yes. So I shall cut him. Cut him and make him pay for all of his misdeeds. Yes. Wow, that's beautiful. So the first one is a 27 to hit. That will wow. just get it, yeah. That will just get it. Oh, perfect. Oh, gosh. Okay. Sorry. Yes. So that is a 13. 13 damage? 13 damage. All right. You give him a nice, nasty slash. Okay. And then with my um, my second attack, that is a 21. That is also a hit. Oh, yes, that's 15 damage. Wow. Okay, so that's pretty vicious. And then my bonus, my offhand, oh. um, is a 24. Which is also a hit. Wow. I guess I was saving those up. Oh, yes. Yes, that's 12 more damage. Dang. Ah, uh, I did forget. The first two... Two of the damage were cold damage, and two of the damage were lightning damage. Okay, that's fine. Okay. All right, with three brutal slashes, you nearly bring this guy to his knees. I mean, he, he's just already bleeding profusely, and it looks like he's about to fall over. Uh, Alar, I will push off the cart and move forward. And, uh, Brokos, these are not, like, real badgers, right? Correct. So you got plenty of them, is what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, no. What you see is what you get. <laughs> I'm going to cast a maximized thunder wave, Ooh. catching all but the leftmost badger and all of the kobolds. So Alar's lined up with, um, well. Respect the badger. This is I a do. rat badger I, thing. I, I respect the badgers Ooh. and their sacrifice. So you're gonna. So he's gonna hit four kobolds, the four regular kobolds, and four badgers, as the ground three rumbles. Three badgers, right? Oh, sorry, three yes, badgers. Three badgers. One over right. here. The left, leftmost one is out of the blast. And uh, you do a deck saving throw. Con. Con. So they're probably better at that, right? Yeah, they actually have a plus two. There you go. <laughs> uh, one's a fifteen. That's not gonna make it. One's a nine. It's not gonna make it. I take it, right? No. Charisma. And one's going to be uh, 15, so... Nope, none of them make it either. Well, it requires a high DC. I got a 2, a 5, a 5, and a 7. Those are... That's brrr. terrible. That is amazing. <laughs> like, you would think 1, 4 would at least be above 10. Uh, so that is 23 <laughs> points of damage. Oh wow. Batters just disappear. Poof. Just poof. Um, and that's like thunder damage, right? 
Yes, it is. What would you say thunder damage looks like? What does that do to somebody? I, I figure the the you know the actual air is rippling. You know what I mean? Like yes. you you see waves. Yeah, you see the waves. Okay. Power well, cord. Bad. You know, I feel like it's um that Garth Brooks song. What Garth Brooks song? The Thunder Rolls. The Thunder Rolls. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're making Alar more and more country every every mm-hmm. episode. He's a little bit country. country. Oh, country. Right. And it also pushes them back, right? Yeah. Uh, yes, it does actually push them back as well. All right. So the uh, three of the badgers poof back to the world they came from. And, the and 10 four, feet away. The four kobolds, their bodies beaten to pulps, are flown are flung lifelessly backwards. Wow. And lifelessly. Lifelessly. <laughs> as four limp kobolds oh, hit the grounds in various states of disarray. more gruesome than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> and then one lone badger probably looks to its right like, what did I get myself into? Um, Dagmar. Even half damage, that would have killed him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> They're, they're kind of little, aren't they? You know. Yeah. But they, they... They do their job. They complicate combat, and that is what they're great for. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to pull up next to Alar. Okay. And I am going to focus on the Kobold's um, staff, I believe, uh, is what he was carrying, the sorcerer. Yes. And I would like to center a sphere of silence on that. Sweet. Oh my gosh! Seriously? Yeah, I don't think you're allowed to do that. Ooh, yes, I am. Sure What's the range on that? 120 feet. <laughs> oh, I don't like you. I know. Is that radius? 30, 30 <laughs> foot radius? It's a 20 foot radius, yeah. um, and there is no save. He's just silenced. It's Ooh. just in the area. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Silence has gotten easier in. Uh, yeah. That is so rude. It's so I will. a spell caster killer. Yeah. Yeah, I will. Uh, it takes me two key points, but I do that. He, he could throw away his staff. That's fine. Yeah. He would have to know yeah. that it was the staff, though, right? Yeah, yeah. He has to know that it's on his person. Yeah. Hmm. Is there a, probably a uh, can of check? Maybe. I don't know. That's interesting. Um, all right. Well, let's start with. Is this, so? This is one guy. Well is he still confused or still, or was it just for the one round that you charmed last time? Uh, no. It's uh, it's concentration up to a minute. So. All right. Well, he is. He's going to attack the sorcerer. I was going to actually roll rolling randomly there, and oh, that might be the first cobalt hit of the of the action here. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Don. <laughs> yep, that is uh, that is definitely a hit on the cobalt. All right, so he's going to poke him with his. Uh, actually, he's going to poke him with his dagger. So that is four damage to the cobalt sorcerer who looks at him with disdain like and a bit of surprise, like, how dare you? But whatever he tried to say, he then realizes, I think he was trying to say, what the hell, man? All right, the other kobold, who's like the bodyguard, looks and sees what's happening. I mean, what's he going to do? He's going to skewer his friend, I guess. He can't let his leader go down that way. So he will... Would you skewer your friend, or would you try to grapple him? I mean, Don, if you started... You know, attacking Thad, I, I would, well, I would watch a little bit, and then I would grapple you. I wouldn't try to skewer you. Well, but I'm not a kobold. They're a little more bloodthirsty than I am, I think. 
Thank you. I feel <laughs> safe. <laughs> Ish. Ish. A little. Ish. 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 Mm-hmm. So with two quick thrusts of his spear, both of which impale him, uh, that kobold just dies, Aww. spitting blood, not really ever understanding what he did wrong to end up this way today. Uh, okay, then I see. So the sorcerer, I mean, he realizes then that he's in silence. Uh, that's a curious thing. So he might just assume that somebody put it on the area. So he will start by moving. Because you can't cast any spells in silence, right? Uh, any spells that require verbal component. Which is pretty much any spell. Pretty, pretty much, much everything. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let me double check. Scorching Ray here. I assume so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, verbal somatic. Yep. Okay. Dang it. So that's his like favorite one, too. All right. So he goes running back thinking, aha, I'll get out of the range. How far can this be? And... It's still silent. So we're going to take us to the top of the stairs now. We've got three kobolds, two of the, um, the, the scale type. Oh, here. Yeah, I was going to zoom you back so you can kind of see the action, yep. what's happening here at the top of the stairs. Um, all right, these two are going to gang up on Triss, and they're going to get their little pack tactics. So they're both oh, going to fun. He stepped out of my range here. Yep. Oh, all right. One's provoking from the badger. It's a 15 to hit. A 15 does hit. Yes. Draw blood. Blood is drawn. Four piercing damage. Take a nip out of his hind end. All right. He's so nipped. And they're going to... All right. The first guy, the mortally wounded guy, pretty much is going to do his two stabs at Triss. Ooh, natty 20. Ooh. At least he's going down with a fight. All right, Tris, this is going to be... Ooh, that is going to be 12 damage on the first one. Okay, that's a lot. Uh, do, 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 do. Oh, actually. Sorry, I'm confused. I should have been D8s, aren't they? It's too late now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, actually. Man, I've been botching that this whole time. I, I will keep the damage because I rolled well. So 12 damage on the first one. Um, that is going to be a um, 19 to hit on the second one. That hits. That hits. All right. Whoa. That is going to be nine damage. All right. Then the other guy, that's a miss. And I think also a miss. That's going to be a 17. That misses. All right. So a couple good spells. Spear thrust into your body. Then the other guy, who is kind of surrounded by these um, badgers, he will just take a jab at the one. Well, actually, so he gets pack tactics too. He'll attack the one next to him. Oh, that'll be a 22 with his dagger. Does that hit your badger? Yeah. For uh, four damage. Still up. All right. So that is, that's their turn. So top of the round. Broke uh, actually, the badgers. Badgers. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Uh, so the one badger down there is going to do a little like a hiss, badger hiss at Alar, <laughs> and then run towards the sorcerer or whatever. Just okay. dash towards. I don't know what. It's thirty foot movement, so I don't know how close he can get. All right, five, ten, fifteen. What to the sorcerer or yep. to the nearest nearest one? The one with the scepter or the I can't see again. So, like the one down there. Okay, that ran so. off. 
Sorry. So he, with a 60-foot move, can just get adjacent to him. Wow. That's a fast little bat. Yeah, so he goes bounding across the floor, okay. skittering up next to him. That's his turn. All right. Then we have up here at the top of the stairs, we've yep. got four badgers. One. Yeah, we're going to have this badger poke in here. So diagonal. Okay. All right, that's the the, weak, the weaker looking guy. So oh. go ahead. And so he's going to there, and then he's going to get the one that kind of ran away from him. He gets two attacks. It's another 15. As a hit. And that's six points of damage. And he goes down. So then he's going to turn around to the one next to... Uh, so he's going to get in a flanking position with this one back behind him. So he's going to get the one that's in between them and this one. Oh, not the dead one. I guess he's going to attack the one, the only one that's alive. Yeah. Uh, that is a definite... Uh, that's a 22 to hit. That is a hit. And that is good. That's the one that Triss was hitting, right? Correct. Okay. And that's going to be uh, five points of slashing damage. And because Triss basically did a truckload of damage, he only had four hit points left, oh. and he goes down two, leaving only one okay. well, uh, left on the stairs. Then he'll go over to there. The one back up here will go up there. So the top of the stairs can kind of bound down yep. over the corpses, over yep. his allies. First attack is going to be a miss. Second attack is going to be a seven, uh, 17 plus... Um, four plus twenty-one. That's a hit. It's gonna be eight points of piercing damage, wow, slashing right. damage. Sorry. Okay. Still up. Yeah, that guy. That okay. guy's a tough looking. And then there's the one last over here. He can kind of use. I mean, this one's still alive, so he he kind of basically did chess moves. So, so he could run through his allies through the dead get body back behind him, circle around. Is that really what that better is going to do? I don't know. Do, do you want to kill him? Well, I want to be able to get the flank. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess well, we'll could, see if you have flank. I guess you could not let him uh, get through. You could kick him. <gasps> that was not me that said that. That was that was difficult man. I will kind of get back there and do a, to flank myself and see if it's that's uh, six uh, four, seventeen to hit. That hits, and that's going to be a. So, uh, five points of damage, biting damage. All right. And then he gets his second attack. And that's uh, 23 to hit. That is a hit. And that's five points of slashing damage. All right. He is still up. That's their so turn. We've got one lone kobold at the top of the stairs, surrounded by dangerous allies. It is now Triss's. Well, actually, Brokos, are you doing something? Oh, no, uh, that was the end of the turn. Yes. That was the end of that round. So now it's yeah. End of the round. Now we're back to Brokos. Yeah. So I'm going to jump off the uh, train and head towards the sorcerer as well. So I'll just do a double move or whatever I have to do to get there. All right. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. There is still that living kobold between you. There is. Sorcerer. Yeah. I'm sorry. I yeah. I know. The map is so big. Oh. We're having to kind of scroll back and forth to these two fight zones. Um, so oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll head towards him and then. That that will be not. A, I'll hit right there, and I'm actually going to cast Thorn Whip. All right. So I'll stay enough to, close enough to where it's my movement, so I can cast a spell. Oh, I can't. Oh, that's right. What's the range on it? Well, it's it's uh, am I within the silence? No, no yeah. it's only twenty feet. Okay, and it's and from the, the range right. is thirty or sixty feet. So okay, so you can do it because you're twenty feet from him. And that's going to be a twenty. That is a hit. To hit. Actually, th yeah, 30 feet. It's 2d6. 
That's going to be five points of damage, and I pull him ten feet towards me Oh, with my whip. So that actually pulls him up adjacent to you. Yep. All right, now it is Triss's turn. There's one guy next to you. Yep, Ooh. I... I, I cut him. This is what happens when they do not have advantage. That is an 11. 11 does not hit. Okay, I try attacking again. Aha, uh-huh, that is good. That is a 22. Yep. That is 11 damage. Oh, give me. All right, he is still up. Uh, then I will use my bonus. Offhand. All these attacks. That's 25. Um, that is nine damage. So close. He's barely on his feet. Definitely not going to make it to the badger round. All right. Alar. <laughs> I will approach this kobold with my arms outstretched. And I will invoke my mantle of majesty. The oh, backlight no. comes up. <laughs> <clears throat> the wind whips my hair, and with a fell gaze, I will look upon him and say, Grovel. Oh, does he get to make a roll? Uh, yeah, gets a will save. So, wisdom, right? Ah, uh, yes, wisdom. <laughs> Ooh, come on. That is going to be a 10. Okay, he drops prone. Oh, and grovels before me. Oh, my poor guys. I'll get a little sad face there. All right, so he's now groveling before you at Brokos' feet. Uh, wow. Dagmar. I will do a double move to get next to the sorcerer. I can move 80 feet. All right. No one will hear the bones crunch. Mm-hmm. Uh, so with an 80 movement, you could run all the way around and get flanked with that badger if you wanted. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I would like to do that. All right. So Dagmar and the badger are like in the far corner of this room with this sorcerer trying to figure out desperately how to get out of this silence. On the next episode of Dagmar and the Badger. <laughs> and it is now their turn. And um, yeah, he does not like his positioning. His spells aren't working and he can't hear anything. Oh, what is he? It's a sorcerer going to do, and he's going to provoke from both of you guys if he tries to run. This is not pretty. Oh, but oh, I forgot this. All right, he's going to use a sorcery point. I missed this last time. I guess he should have should have used it. He can actually spend a sorcery point to cast his spell without a verbal component. There you Good. go. Yeah. Okay. There you go. All right, we can do this. He's got this. He's going to pull this off. But he's no. Let's see. You know what he's going to do? He's going to use a sorcery point, and then he's going to turn to Dagmar and try to convince you to join his side, and he's going to cast Charm Person on you. Uh, wisdom, Charisma. Charm Person. There we go. That is going to be Wisdom Save. You get advantage. Advantage? Mm-hmm. Okay. Glad I get advantage. Uh, that is a 20. Ugh. All right. He tries to convince you that you guys are best friends and the, and the only way he knows possible with his guttural, guttural growls, but apparently he's not convincing enough. He needs to speak up. <laughs> <laughs> Can't 
can't hear you. I, I don't. I don't know what you're. All right. So the last kobold on the stairs, hopelessly surrounded, dwindling hit points. What's he gonna do? I think he's gonna try to take Triss out. He's all alone. So he pokes Triss with his spear. Natty two on the first one. His morale is breaking. Oh, that's gonna be a sixteen on the die. And that is going to be a 20 to hit you. Oh, then that hits. For eight more damage. It's the best he can do when the end is near. So we also have now the last groveling guy. Now, can he on his turn try to get up or what is he? Mm -hmm. Yep. He just needs to follow my direction when I command him. Okay. So he can stand up and actually still attack. Does standing up provoke? No. No, it does I not. don't believe it does. It's just half his movement. Okay. Half his yeah. movement. Okay. There's really not much that provokes other than moving away, I think. Yep. Well, it's weird. All right. So he will stand up, sh- thinking he's shaken off your, you know, the, the hold you had on him. And uh, he's actually going to poke at Brogos. Oh, that'll be a 19 to hit. That hits. For eight damage. Ooh. At least I'm rolling some good Here damage. Here goes that dice. temporary damage that you gave me. Oh, yep. Works out. Then that is their, I think, the last round of the kobolds, I'm betting. All right, uh, Brokus, we're back to you. I'm just going to roll advantage on these. Uh, this one up here, because I'm assuming I have some kind of flanking. Yes, It's a do. 22 to hit. That's four points of damage. And he only had two hit points left. And then the rest of them are just going to create a pile on him. Oh, gross. Yes, it is gross. Um, Triss can make a reflex save to not get gore on her <laughs> I don't really care. Is it the harmful gore? Oh, no. Okay, and then the one then down here is going to attack the, the whatever the magic man. That's going to be a 23 to hit. Ooh. That is a hit. It's going to be seven points of damage. Oh, okay. And then it's a second <laughs> attack. It's going to be a 22 to hit. Well, hot dice. This is helps no with fun. advantage. All right. And that's going to be uh, five points of piercing damage. He's still standing. Mm-hmm. That's my. That's their turn. All right. Then we're back to Brokos. And then I'm going to pull out my primal savagery nails and tack back at him. That's a uh, 21 to hit. Yep. And that's going to do some damage with that. It's also an acid damage. So he doesn't do poison, I think. So that's 13 points of wow. okay. damage. And I need you to... Um, can I put an after attack? Yep, of acid damage. So he doesn't have to do anything. Okay, so he just gives more damage? Just take 1d10 acid damage. Hmm. That's it. Or 2d10 because it's a higher level spell. Like this turn? Yep. Just like my nails are like acidic. That's his turn. That's my turn. Okay. I mean, did you? was that included in your roll? Yep. Everything. Whatever damage oh, I, okay. I took, okay. was it. All right. Then we are back to Triss. So Triss is going to move to there and then going to cast uh, a firebolt at the sorcerer. Okay. Fireball coming in over the badger's head. Dagmar sees it getting larger and larger and larger. That's a 24 to hit. That is a hit. 
Mm. I'm just curious. Do you have a range increment on that? Like 120 feet. That's dang. It's... Yeah. No, I checked. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, that's 18 damage. Uh, okay, so he was still there pleading <laughs> with Dagmar to join his side, not even aware of this thing that just went over the badger, catches him square in the back, and bursts his internal organs. His face goes slack as he drops at Dagmar's feet, and then there was one. Alar, so, I will glower at him, and my voice will echo with eldritch tones, flea worm. Roll me a wisdom save. Well, fleeing probably seems like a great idea. Oh, <laughs> the first save of the day. That's going to be an 18. Okay, well, that probably saved his life for a second. Or not. I mean, he could have fled. And he would have provoked. That was my intent. Oh. Oh, I see. Okay. Oh, well. Dagmar. Uh, I will run to the only enemy that I can see. And I should be able to get there in you, 40 feet. You can. So you go running up to the guy. Um, I would like to be flanked. One. Yeah. Yep, yeah. There you that's go. Right, yeah. Like I see. All right. And then I would like to um, attempt to punch him. So Dagmar, it's a lot of battlefield maneuvering this, this, this fight. I like it. Uh, that is, Wide open I believe, spaces. a 19 to hit. Yeah, that's a hit. Uh, let me just double check real quick. Yes. Okay. So that is seven damage. Okay. And then I will take a second attack. And that one is uh, 13 to hit. That does not hit. Okay. And then I will do a bonus action to attack again. All right. That is a 26 to hit. All right. That does hit. And, oh, I get... I forgot to roll my sneak attack on the other one, so I'm going to take it on this one because I can only do it once per okay. anyway. And that is 11 damage. All right. You pummel him hard. He does not drop, but uh, he doesn't have much left in him. So the one remaining kobold, now flanked by Dagmar and Brokos, is going to. This is his probably last action of the fight. Um, you know, he'll spin and give Dagmar a good jab. Ooh, that'll be a 21. That hits. For four damage. And, yeah, well, uh, what do you guys do? <laughs> I guess we're back to uh, the badgers. Badgers? So that sorcerer's gone? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, He's just going to, uh, yeah, get back over there if he has that movement, and he's going to exactly do what you're intending for him to do. And that's an addy 20. Rude. I would say so. And that's only four points of bite damage. All right. And then he's got one more slash damage. I'm sorry, you should probably roll that first. That's uh, 217, so uh, 21. And then six, seven points of slashing damage. And he goes down. And the fight is over. And all my badgers are going to waddle down the stairs. Why does no one ever just like say, "Oh, I can see where this is going," and like yeah, yeah. get and like be like, "Oh, like, sorry, sorry, my sorry. bad." Yeah, yeah, like mm, fanatics. You know, I I, I, don't know. Okay. I will drop my silence spell. All right, 
Well, you dropped the spell, but the room remains pretty silent. I will maintain my mantle of majesty for the full minute. (laughs) (laughs) You look glorious. Mm -hmm. And I will ask, who needs some healing? Um, I wipe the blood off my brow and be like, (laughs) it could use a little help. Okay, okay, we can do that. Is this my blood? So we'll get you... uh, do you want me to roll or just full health out of combat? Yeah. Are we still doing full health out of combat? That's a question for you, Don. I get confused. I don't remember. Were we doing that in this game? I... We did last season, but this is a different season. <sighs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, why not? Let's just do it. So you'll get 21 points back. And then you, my friend, Dagmar, 21 points back. Okay. And then I will uh, give you 13 points back and 13 points back. Uh, that is much better. That's about all I've got right now. Okay, that is okay. That is yeah. much. That is very helpful. Thanks, Brokos. You're very welcome. And I'm going to scratch the under muzzle of each of the badgers. Good. All right. Well, the badgers are pleased by your scratches. Mm-hmm. Your party's pleased by your healing. And you guys are standing in the middle of this huge station. Uh, what do you want to do? I want to see if I can figure out what these kobolds will do, were doing here. I'd like to root through the sorcerer's <laughs> possessions. Mm-hmm. Go for the biggie. <laughs> do they have a little camp? Were they uh, just like standing there? Like, no, there's a full-on camp here. Yeah, they have, they're so they have bedrolls that really seem like um, like like almost like flea-ridden. Yeah. Uh, like just sacks is pretty much what they were sleeping in, but they were arranged on the floor. They have some simple leather packs with uh, some simple camp goods. Uh, most of what they have is pretty crude. Have they yeah. been here a bit? You would think the campfires <clears throat> have the fires been burnt multiple times. The fires have been burnt multiple times, but you think they probably haven't been here more than a day. Oh. Okay, or maybe a day. Do they have more of that jerky? Lizard jerky? <laughs> oh, yeah, that spicy jerky. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I will collect have, that. They do have some spicy jerky. I mean, because the uh, you guys, let's see, you've rested in, in the city mm-hmm. three times. Yeah. So they were ahead of you. Um, so they, they you think they've got to this spot yeah, within, probably within the day. And you can you can see, you know, searching the area that these huge uh, stone columns have like um, a wood facing, like decorative and carved. And like the bottom, like 10 feet were had this the wood applied to it. And so they've been hacking that off and using that as kindling. Oh, so they have actually a considerable pile of that over there that they've been, you know, it looks like they were prepared to be here. Like this wasn't just a stopping point. This was their destination. I would sneer at their disrespect for artisan working you know workmanship if yeah. if we weren't about to destroy the city yeah, exactly <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do what a tragedy blow it up uh <laughs> so i'm going to take a little bit closer at these cart the train carts here when everybody else is that that's what i would like to do okay so you're gonna go look at those uh dagmar is rooting through these sorcerer's gear mm-hmm. and what a sounds like alar's kind of examining the area Yes. And uh, Tris, what do you want to do while this is going on? I want to look for clues as to why they were here. Yeah. 
Fair enough. You, uh, I will say you probably saw that there was, they were doing something at the top of the stairs. Yes. So if you wanted to investigate that. Sure, I will go and investigate that. All right. Um, Brokos, I'm, I'm not going to just direct you off, well, off to the side there. So you can go look inside this train. It is kind of interesting, but uh, let me see. I'm going to scroll over here off the page a little bit. Because I do have the inside of the train cars. Um, Wonder where this train goes. There you go. So, all right. So what I've done is I revealed a small section over here to the left, and oh, sure. uh, you can get into the cars. And basically, there's this. You know, and you would probably have an idea. Obviously, you know these little carts that you were on gives you a sense that hey, there's these motorized cars. This seems like just a really large version of it. So there's a back cart with a bunch of benches in it that could probably fit like 20 people crammed in. So it's a pretty good size, but you wander through there and there's some, you know, detritus in there, but nothing of value or interest. You can see maybe the uh, the cobalts have rooted through here. Mm. And then the this front car is definitely different. You're guessing it's maybe what drives this thing. Okay. And there uh, most most of that is like solid it's not accessible there's an actual like smaller compartment car with some levers and controls and crystals and things that are probably baffling you wanted to start spending some time to see if you could deduce how this thing works you could but that would take you a little bit um all don't, right don't know if i could use my identify the ritual to possibly get any information from it how something works um i'll bring that up for you yeah that sounds pretty interesting Okay, so, um, Dagmar, you're rooting through the sorcerer stuff, and he, you know, their gear is mostly plain. Probably mm-hmm. the most interesting thing he has is, you know, he's got this gnarled, you know, maybe oak or some other hardwood staff with, um, with a crystal mounted on the the tip of it, and I mean, it's interesting looking. You know, you you guess that perhaps it's magical in nature, but I don't know if you have a way of determining what that is. I do not, but I will I will take that staff with me. Maybe bring it over to Alar. All right. You can do that. So um so you walk over to hand that to Alar, who is kind of examining the area. And Triss, you've made your way to the top of the stairs now. Yes. And you can see with I mean, if you want to make your investigation, it, it's actually somewhat self evident. They, it looks like they've been trying to breach this door and there's an array of tools here and there's like uh, scratch marks on the door and the door has a, uh, like a circular looking locking mechanism with a handle and there's a sign on the door and it looks like they've been using tools to try to maybe pick the lock, but it, whatever they've been doing, they, they've had no success. It looks to be pretty complicated, uh, but it looks like they've been spending I mean, probably the last day trying to penetrate this thing. Hmm. I'm assuming that the hinges are not on this side. Uh, they are not. It looks. Uh, it looks like. I mean, it's definitely a very secure-looking door. Uh, it reminds you of like some of the doors you saw in Copaco, um, almost like a vault door. You know, maybe not exactly with the circular wheel, but. This is not going to be something easily that you can get get around without perhaps that key. 
Oh, it looks like there is a key. Yeah, so there's like a like a six inch diameter ring with little prongs. So it's not like a you know your typical looking key. You'd expect something, some sort of circular object with prongs that would like fit into this thing and possibly turn. Mm. Um, I I call Dagmar over. All right. Well, Dagmar has walked over to Alar and said something to him. This staff is the only thing looked interesting. I don't know if you could take a look. Why don't we have Brokos deal with that? You've got the identify, don't you? Yeah. And when I hear Triss call for me, I'll head off that way. Okay. Um, so, so anything else in the immediate area indicative of their plans or their actions? Uh, yeah, make a perception or well, perception or investigation. Yeah, not so good. Only eleven. Well, I mean that's fine. This is this is not actually a very difficult find. So uh, you you kind of search their area. I mean, are you well, are you looking through their stuff? Yeah, yeah. Okay, because um, yeah, you because Brokos already kind of rooted out the foods, but with a very simple uh, investigation, you can see that one of these little knapsacks is nicer than the others. Mm-hmm. You think you can identify where the where the where the wizard was sleeping. And uh, checking his knapsack, and there's actually a like a leather bound, uh, like water preserved journal. Oh my! Okay. And what what is he writing in? What language? Uh, it is, I believe, dra- uh, dracon- draconian. Mm. Okay. Yeah, little chicken scratch looking uh, writing. I don't know if anybody speaks that. No, I don't think no. so. But yeah, there's a kind of a, kind of a, actually a, a pretty nice like writing set and actual inks. Possibly not of kobold design. Hmm. Uh, maybe something they looted or acquired along the way. But yeah, you you start looking through there. There are sketches, little little symbols in there. You see uh, it's kind of the, the symbol a few times of what's on the shield. And there's a lot of writing here. Like it's, you know, you don't know how much he writes every day, but he's, <laughs> I mean... There's probably a hundred pages or more in here. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. It's been, you know, a lot of time. Um, if you just, yeah, flipping through, the most interesting thing that would jump out to you is about halfway through um, is, is a, a, a decent rendition of what you must imagine to be a dragon. Uh-huh. Okay. So kobolds may be searching for a dragon. All right, so um, Brokos, I mean, do you want to actually spend some more time in there? Yeah, I mean, Identify will give me, if it's magical, I can see, basically, if it's a magic item or something other magic-imbued object, you learn its properties and how to use them, whether it requires tunement to use and how many charges it has, so on. You learn whether any spells are affecting the item and what they are. If the item was created by a spell, you learn from what spell it was created. All right, well, you spend some time with that. Uh this is a ritual, so it'd be like a 10 minute. Okay. So we'll come back to you, but sure. the, the gist of it is that you're going to come away is like the whole thing is a mixture of magic and technology. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely, you know, ultimately unfamiliar to you, but you've seen odd gadgets and things like this since you've come down to this um, uh, knockabout and the kobolds seem to have variations on this type of tech. But yeah, this is clearly a magical carriage and... It doesn't seem to be powered up. Okay. But, I mean, you're, you're able to deduce. Yeah, you you know, with a little bit of work 
and maybe another crystal or something, this thing could carry you around probably all about the city, wherever these rails go. So it it's obvious to me it's coming from this energy source that the heart of the city. I mean, I know it's kind of vague, but you learn its properties and how to use them. I don't know if that would just be like, what's the source of this power? It's from this. Mm -hmm. Is it kind of a more of an absolute that I understand that? Is it more just like, uh, this is a theory. I think that building upon all the knowledge you've had so far, that you feel pretty confident that everything seems to be stemming from whatever heart of the city okay. the city is. Yeah. And the crystals would operate it or give it some kind of juice. Yeah. Okay. Would make sense with the, we fought, saw the crystals too on the ship. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. So Dagmar, you hit the top of the stairs. Trish shows you what she's found. I would like to take a look at the lock mechanism on the door. And if it's something that I think that I could pick, or is it something that I think that I could, my, my plan was if I could not pick it was to use the candles that I have and make basically a dummy of that cylinder with the spokes off of it. If I could do that. And then just so we would have the general shape of what that lock would look sure. like. Sure. To the Italian job. Right? Um, make, a, make an insight. Actually, both of you make an insight check, if you would. Uh, 23. <laughs> <laughs> One. Wow. <laughs> just, you know, she's done a lot of heavy lifting today. And she's just probably admiring she, the, the she I mean, a lot this, of heavy damage today. So yeah. kind of this is an amazing room. Um, so Dagmar, you study it. And what comes out of that is, is uh, actually, that was a very good insight. You haven't had a lot of time to really study the stuff you got from, uh, from that wizard, right? You guys, you got her books and things to do what mm -hmm. she wants to do. And you haven't even had a long, well, you did have, you did rest that night, but we really didn't kind of on screen really go through everything you found in there, but I'm, I'm assuming you did skim through them. Yeah. So once you carefully study the dimensions of this, you're like, oh, I, I've seen a little schematic drawing of this lock and it's a, yeah, cause you're holding the journals, right? Uh, yeah. I think cause you were the ones that, well, I went through the chest. I know that. I don't remember who. Okay, so somebody grabbed all her stuff. I thought you grabbed it, or maybe it was Brokos. I grabbed it, and I think I gave it to one of these two. Don't. Okay. I know I grabbed it for sure. Uh, there's an exchange of looks, and uh, I don't know. Somebody has them, and you fish them out, and uh, or I'm assuming that you would. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I. I, yeah. I. I have them, but I would probably. Okay. Have given to someone because the the, the short answer is, you you maybe you could pick this, but it's probably at the upper end of somebody's skill. Like this is a really extraordinary lock. Um, so could you do it? it may, maybe, maybe not. But uh, if you get the books and start looking through, because she has a lot of instructions for what you guys are going to do. And you really haven't delved into that just yet because you still have a really difficult task ahead of you. But at the, you do find the page with the picture of the diagram. And, and there it is. It says like in her hand, you're going to need this key to get in. Mm -hmm. like written on this page and right below it, it says here, take this key. <laughs> okay. So we have the key. Well, you're, you have the book and you have the page and you have a picture of it. 
I will reach into the page where the key picture is, and I will attempt to grab it out of the picture like I saw one yeah. of them do. Appears to be maybe a custom spell that she created yeah. for this type of utility. That's and very cool, by the way. Mm-hmm. So as you as your yeah as your hand touches the page, you can you start to pry it out, and it takes form, and then this elaborate key comes into your hand. Well, that's and, handy, and you feel pretty boss right now. So, Tris hasn't even noticed. Really excellent. That is what <laughs> I wanted it to happen. And uh, I will kind of. I would like to do a sleight of hand, and like oh. Um, I bet I could make something like this. And then I would like to produce the already fabricated key <laughs> and hand it to Tris. Oh, <laughs> wow. How did you make this so quickly? Uh, I, I've got tools for that kind of stuff. Oh, it's just what I do. It seems implausible, but <laughs> uh, this is a very handy skill. You'll have to, you'll have to use it more often then. I can only use it a certain number of times. In your life? Yeah, they're very specific. <laughs> I really don't want to get into it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, so you uh, you have the key. You've slain the kobolds. You have a, a journal, which probably has some really useful information into it. Uh, what, do you, what do you guys want to do? Well, I'm going to use the key on the door. Beautiful. So Triss puts the key into the door and turns it and there's a kind of a grinding clanking inside and then a hiss and then the door opens. And then I yell out to everybody, hey, we just opened the door. <laughs> so beyond the door, a room reveals itself. <gasps> what? It's about uh, 80 by 50, another vastly vaulted chamber. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. It is it is beautiful and um, kind of probably something you've never really seen before because it is brightly illuminated. The walls are ringed with pillars, um, all kind of just decorated with just not imagery but just carvings and patterns. And but the significant portion, of the, the most dramatic part of the room, are there are two giant statues, each of them about fifty feet tall. They look like they're probably bronze, or at least they're kind of gold-hued. And they're humanoid in shape, uh, draped in kind of flowing garb. But instead of, uh, and they have like big metallic-looking fists, and they're standing in dramatic poses facing each other. But instead of a head, each of them has a large uh, multi, like cube, like a die-shaped cube with uh, a point of the cube pointing downwards and a point pointing upwards. And they very much look like Rubik's Cubes. That's Ooh. the best way for me to describe it, except because you can see that they're they're kind of designed to look like uh, like they're five by five sections, but you can see that they're just like solid. So there's these big, huge cube heads. Five by five Rubik's Cubes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They just look bizarre. Uh, so Triss is like looking into this room and and the floors have these like light, like light bars on them. And it's just fantastical. And there are um, a variety of doors that lead out like in different directions. There's two to the south, two to the north, and another large set straight across. And the set, the, the, the set of doors straight across are open. And Triss is like turning a call for you guys. You look forward and you see um, a gray cloaked uh, human guy in a beard standing there. And he looks up 
and the surprise on his face is priceless. But we're going to see what he has to say next week. What? Okay. Okay. All right. This is really, yeah, you have to put this picture up because it's. Yeah, Yeah, it's pretty wild. I don't, yeah. I don't understand it. It was confusing until you explained it. It it is. This is so much going on in the image. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. I'm excited now. (laughs) All right, guys. See ya. Okay. Bye. Yep. Bye. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed our show, please take a moment to rate us as this goes a long way to promote us. If you love our show, we are on Patreon. Even a dollar a month can help keep the content coming. For other adventures in the world of Atlas, check out our sister show, Down with Dragons, on YouTube or Twitch at Monsters Roll. Dungeon Patrol is a Monsters Roll production. We will see you next week. This dungeon has been patrolled.